I'll tell you about Bill Bar. How about that? Bill Bar. I'll tell you something. You gee, how did you find me? out about Bill Bar? How did you get that information from my wife through your wife? Because my wife found them, and then your wife started loving Bilt Bars, and then she tried to tell you about them, but as usual, when people try to tell you important information, you ignore it, because you're a bad person. I disagree with Ted Cruz. I think you've done real damage to this world. Now let me tell you what you wanted to tell me about voter fraud. Oh, wait, I didn't finish the Bilt Bar All thing. right, go ahead. Hurry up. I've got a great story for you. <laughs> you have to make sure. My wife says this. Chill the built bars, put them in the fridge. Yes. That's how she likes to eat them. That's how we eat them. Oh, really? You yeah, do? Yeah, yeah. yeah, a lot of people uh, do eat them that way, though you don't mm-hmm. have to. Mm-hmm. Um, and you get all the flavors. You can get the box of nine flavors, two each for mm. the mix box. Look, just out of time. Go to built.com. Use the promo code BEC15 to save 15% off your first order. How long is this commercial? BEC15, 15% off at oh, built.com. Yeah. Wouldn't it be nice? Well, let me tell you about the story you wanted to tell me <laughs> about voter fraud. Okay, go ahead. Well, I'm all out of time now. Uh, I can't. <laughs> oh, Thanks a lot that's... for eating all that time up with your stupid Bilt Bar commercial. <laughs> Back in a minute. Welcome to the program. I want to talk to you a little bit about our our economic situation. You know, because of the vaccine, oh, this thing's going to work out really well for the economy. No, no, no. Mandatory vaccine. It's going to be great. Going to be fabulous. Karoff joins us in 60 seconds. The Glenn Beck Program. So Alan lives in Texas and he writes in about his experience with Relief Factory. He says, I've been in back pain since my early 20s. I'm 51. My early 20s, I worked for the state prison. I injured my back. And then I was off of work for about a year. Now I'm a train engineer and I sit all day for work. My, my wife uh, started making me take Relief Factor. Literally, she's jamming it down my throat and it changed my life. I love that. Why are all of us guys are exactly the same way? I didn't want to take it. My wife told me to. I didn't want to listen to her, but I did. And uh, it changed my life. And you almost sound angry at her you for do, changing you your do, life. You do. <laughs> you do. It's yeah. a weird thing. It's a weird thing. He says, I don't feel 20 again, but my back does. Alan, I know how you feel. I was in pain, did the same thing, had the same experience with my wife. Relief factor. It's not a drug. Maybe I should do this like this. Listen, you lousy, lazy lout. Take it for three weeks. Or or I'm going to stay. <laughs> anyway, Relief Factor, not a drug, but developed by doctors and about 70% of people who try go on to order more. You can order the three-week quick start now for $19.95. You don't have anything to lose but your pain. Go to relieffactor.com now, 800-500-8384. relieffactor.com, 800-500-8384. Carol Roth uh, is joining us. She's the author of a 
great book. We've had her on several times before, The War on Small Business. She's a former investment banker uh, who sobered up and came out of the darkness to the light side and uh, is trying to explain to the average American exactly what they're facing and what is going on in Washington uh, with uh, with our government and big business and how they are colluding to (laughs) just collapse everything that we know uh, and uh, and hold dear. Am I overstating that, Carol? You're not, Glenn. It's great to be back with you. And before we talk about the consolidation of the economy, I just have to thank you for your leadership and your heroism that you have shown helping the people of Afghanistan. I've been very inspired by that. So well, thank you. It is just, just a pleasure to be back. Thank you. It um, is, uh, let me just tell you, Carol, it is truly this amazing audience that is doing it. And there are so many people that are on the ground that I get emails from in the middle of the night, in the middle of the day, in the middle of the show that are, are working and doing heroic things. But thank you for that. All right. Truly inspiring. So, so, you know, you're not overstating things in terms of the real-time threats on our economic freedom and the ability for the average American from Main Street to create and retain wealth and this movement that we have towards the centrally planned, you're looking quite like socialist economy. It's actually very frightening. So tell me quickly, and I know we didn't plan on talking about this, but um, the 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 metric of the GDP was was canceled all of a sudden. It's too complex now that we have COVID-19. <laughs> we can't figure it out. So the Fed stops giving an issuing a number of the GDP, but the Fed in Atlanta they decide it's not too complex for them, and the GDP, the number is reduced by 41%, the, the prediction of the next quarter of 41% reduction. That's significant. Um, why did they do this, and why is no one really talking about it? Well, nobody pays attention to wonky economists, probably mostly because they get it wrong so often. Um, and, and we've had this sort of uh, shell game of changing numbers, whether it's, you know, oh, we're not going to show you the GDP, or we're going to change the way we calculate inflation, or our mandate at the Fed is to focus on, you know, inflation, but we're going to let that run hot for a while. There's always some sort of a shell game that we're moving around. But the reason why they're doing it, obviously, is because we have central planning that thought that it was a really good idea to turn off about a third of the economy and then try to turn it back on like you were power cycling a modem and thinking that there wouldn't be any issues. And these complete geniuses, although many of us saw this from day one, didn't realize or perhaps did realize and are doing it on purpose, the complete um, ripple effect that we would see down the supply chain in terms of you know, people out of the workforce and the inability to get enough goods and services to match the demand on the backside of the pandemic. And that's part of what we're facing right now. So now we're looking at this vaccine mandate, um, which I was just talking to Ted Cruz and he said they haven't really even put this in, but the big ESG companies again, They're all putting it in because they wanted the nudge from the government to be able to do it. Uh, And we're going to have a massive nightmare on this. They're already starting to advertise, hey, have you had your vaccine? And when we have a worker shortage, they've now created a new worker shortage. 
it's it's incredible. So I think uh, a lot of people don't sort of look at the the scope of what we're talking about, but we are at a historic level. We have almost 11 million jobs that are unfilled today in this country. It's crazy. And that is because we had the government competing with these businesses and the workforce and creating uncertainty for people to come back to work. Now they're doing it again. They're picking winners and losers. They're deciding, just like they decided who was essential and who was non-essential, they're deciding who should be able to work and who shouldn't work. And the, the ironic thing and the evil thing here is that a large percentage of the people who have chosen not to get vaccinated for a variety of reasons, some may have natural immunity, some may have medical reasons, some may be exploring pregnancies, you know, whatever their reason is. But many of those are people like frontline workers and essential workers that found a way to keep themselves safe during the entire pandemic and worked while the, uh, as Carol Markowitz calls it, the pajama glass, stayed home and, and worked from home. And now they're saying, as a thank you for working through the entire pandemic and, quote, unquote, putting yourself at risk, uh, now we no longer trust you to be able to make those choices, and we're going to take away your ability to earn a living. And on principle, that is such a dangerous precedent. This is this goes hand in hand with um, the unions and the PRO Act. I know that. um you know, the White House didn't make this move without consulting the unions first. This is I mean, it is so evil what is going on. Everything is a calculated move. This has everything to do with the PRO Act, does it not? It does. Um, and a lot of people aren't putting those uh, dots together. So I'm glad that you brought that up. So the PRO Act, um, for people who may not be familiar with it, is this piece of legislation which is sponsored by big unions, which not only is going to force people to join a union whether you want to or not, but basically eliminates the gig economy, which is 59 million workers who are choosing, like you should be able to do in a free country, to work flexibly the way that they want to do it. It has already passed the House. It has a lot of steam in the Senate. Like, we're talking maybe one or two more votes, and it passes. And it threatens your ability to work the way that you want to work and to make that freedom of choice. And for all the people who (sighs) scream about your choice, your labor should be your choice. You should not have these big entities, whether it's big government or big unions, deciding how you should work. You should be able to make that contract between you and another business, and they're sticking their nose in it. And so we now have, again, big business, big government, big special special interests, all working to say we're going to be the only ones standing, and we've seen this movie before. This is exactly what happened in a different way, but exactly what happened in the Great Depression when FDR went to the big three automakers and said, you guys come up with the rules. And they killed great automakers and tire manufacturers and and uh, all of these people that were smaller than the big three. And they shut them out forever. And America suffered because of it. 
Right, because freedom and choice always produces better outcomes than forced coercion and control and a handful of people making the decisions. And the worst part is they sell it as this is a we are being pro-worker and we're trying to help the little guy. But as we know, every single time it does exactly the opposite. And the only reason why these big unions and big governments need to collude in this way to try to push this through is because the unions were naturally losing membership. The gig work Workers want to be left alone. They don't want legislation. And from a, an individual worker standpoint, this legislation is incredibly unpopular. The, the majority do, doesn't want it, but it doesn't matter. They're still going to sell it as helping the little guy, just like they sold Dodd-Frank as reigning in the big banks, but gave them free reign to take out smaller banks and small business. Unbelievable. Lines. By the way, if you have not read Carol Roth's book, the war on small business you need to you really want to understand what's going on in the country and how they are killing the entrepreneurial spirit and and uh, small businesses and why they're doing it read the war on small business by carol roth one last question that i have that was peculiar to me blackrock i just think is just an is an evil empire being built they're the ones that are really behind esgs they're pushing this really hard um, they are they are tangled up with China uh, and George Soros, who I I think is like the evil emperor from Star Wars. He came out and said what BlackRock is doing must stop. Uh, he comes out and he says, look, BlackRock with China, it's out of control and it's really bad. I don't know who to root for in this one. <laughs> I know that this was the uh, the surprise of the week, and I think it's important sometimes to separate the messaging from the messenger, especially with somebody like George Soros, who sometimes uh, does things for his own uh, purposes. Once in a while. Yeah, at least, yeah. at least it seems that way. But <laughs> but BlackRock is the largest money manager in the world. They have $9 trillion under management. You want to talk about people get upset about antitrust. Nobody's even talking about the fact that they control so many assets. And they are, as you said, getting entangled with China. They are not only encouraging people to significantly increase their exposure to China, which makes absolutely no sense given the level of fraud that we've seen out of many of these Chinese companies, given the fact that the Chinese Communist Party has been extracting, quote-unquote, donations from public companies and, and, and really you know, has the, the final say. Um, but they've also, you know, curious timing here. This is this is very suspect. Uh, but they've also gotten from China the mandate to be able to sell mutual funds into China, which we know China does not do unless there's some benefit. So it's something to definitely keep an eye on. And my biggest concern, which I'm, I'm sure we'll talk, talk about again one day, is a Trojan horse. How do they get a way to extract more money and wealth from Americans into China via these, these sort of vehicles and, and, you know, kind of, oh, you're gonna, we're going to open up Chinese investment opportunities, but then we're going to shut down the company and take it away, or we're going to make the, the Chinese mm-hmm. individuals rich and have them buy up assets in America, and they're going to come back to the Chinese Communist Party. So keep an eye on this. Um, I do have to ask an addendum <laughs> question to this. There, I read something that, that there was the, um, the Bear Stearns of China 
uh, is going under or there's a problem and, and it looks like China may be in real trouble with their economy. Is that true? So I, I haven't read about this specific company, and now, of course, I, I have some homework to do. Okay. But you know, China, from an economic standpoint, has a lot of issues, um, you know, not only because you know, their numbers have been untrustworthy and they've been putting out a lot of fraudulent information, but their demographics are a mess in terms of the percentage of their population that is going to be you know, over 65 and needing to have care um, shifting and then in the coming sort of five to 10 years mm-hmm. is going to completely completely change and, and put a lot of pressure on their economy and their one child policy uh, is really going to come back to bite them in the you know what. Um, so they really are, they're not coming from a position of strength. And when communists aren't coming from a position of strength, it's something we all need to keep an eye on. Carol Roth, the author of The War on Small Business, a must read if you want to understand what tomorrow is going to look like and why it's going to look like that, especially if you're in small business or you just believe in i don't know the free market the war on small business by carol roth thank you carol i appreciate it always a pleasure all right patriot mobile the old days cell phones boy that made me feel it get your cell phone out and remember the big block phone cellular car phone yes i've got a mobile phone (laughs) in my car Wow. Anyway, we we had just, you know, a couple of companies that would um, provide cell phone service. Now, that's not true anymore. These days, you have a choice, a real choice. Patriot Mobile, America's only conservative Christian mobile service. And I only say that because, well, it's true, but also because they stand for those values and they are fighting for to save the great things of America. They're trying to fight for the Constitution. They're fighting for life and freedom of speech. They also give you the same great cell service. They have the same coverage, at least, because they're on the same cell towers as everybody else. They have better customer service, and they cost a ton less. Best of all, they work for you. They work. They take some of their profits, and uh, unlike the other cell phone companies, they don't give them to leftist causes. They give them to conservative American causes. Go to PatriotMobile.com slash back or call 972-PATRIOT. 972-PATRIOT. Get free activation with the offer code BECK. And they have uh, discounts for veterans and first responders and for multi-line accounts. Support a company that supports you. And you'll save money. Get the same great service. PatriotMobile.com slash back. PatriotMobile.com slash back or call 972-PATRIOT. 10 seconds, station ID. All righty. You know, I, uh, <laughs> I'm looking at the news of day. And, uh, did you see... We have to talk about this. The the um, FEC has cleared Twitter of any wrongdoing for Hunter Biden story censorship. They say it was banned for a valid commercial reason, not a political purpose. Who believes that? <laughs> hmm. I mean, I guess if 
it's you could make the argument i suppose that mm-hmm. uh, they are mm-hmm. catering to liberals and the government will crack down on them if they report bad news for democrats so oh. therefore yes oh. it was a valid commercial reason <laughs> um, but it was a hundred percent political a hundred percent political now, is it illegal i i don't know that it was illegal but it was definitely it was that's definitely what the FC, political. that's what the fec is supposed to do though they're supposed to protect the elections and if somebody is pulling uh, a the wool over people's eyes and changing the the outcome of an election. I mean, this is crazy. This is crazy what they did. It's, they it's, led the way, and everybody everybody fell in line with them. Uh, and that laptop story remains the biggest story, I think, possibly of the nation's history. There is so much internal. Um, <laughs> corruption involved in that story. That story is going to be told, by the way. I mean, Peter Schweizer is going to tell, tell soon. it, among others, uh, soon. very soon. So get ready, because that's going to be what's, what's on that laptop is a big story. I think when you say the biggest story, though, it has to relate to how what the media did with it as well. And I think this is a this is really a new approach for the media. I think Hunter Biden was a changing point for the media. In 2016, the media blamed itself for the for the Hillary Clinton loss, saying we should not have covered things like the email scandal. Mm-hmm. Sure, all we did was justify it and say it wasn't a big deal, but we drew attention to it. So what if we this time, when there's a scandal close to the election, we just completely ignore it? And so they did that with Hunter Biden. They're doing it with Larry Elder right now. Uh, Rose McGowan is accused the wife of the governor of trying to uh, silence her on the Harvey Weinstein scandal and no one is reporting this allegation. He was attacked in, uh, you know, by protesters, racist slurs were yelled at him. A woman in a gorilla mask threw an egg at him. Nobody in the media is reporting it other than a couple of sarcastic stories from the LA times, including one where they made it look like Larry Elder slapped a woman. They used a photo of Larry Elder touching the face of a woman and made it look like he was slapping her and the headline just talked about a confrontation. So it looked like Elder oh was the aggressor. Gosh. Oh my gosh. And that's the only coverage it's had. And what they do is they just act as if nothing happened. These things aren't occurring. And if we don't say them, then they don't exist. If the tree falls in the woods and the media doesn't cover it, does the story exist? And we're finding out that they believe they can get away with this. Even in this environment, because the only people who will talk about it are evil conservatives. The discredited media, the ones that they have been saying are not reliable. Mm -hmm. I mean, America, wake up, wake up, America. Come on. (laughs) Time to get up out of bed. Time to get up out of bed. Got a big day ahead of you. Yeah, I know you've been seeping for a while. Who's seepy seeps? Maybe too much rest. America, get out of bed. Get out of bed. And just speak the truth. This is the Glenn Beck Program. So right now, I'm guessing that you'd be perfectly fine selling your house and moving to, I don't know, the moon. I'm willing to go to the moon. I mean, I'd like some oxygen and some food, but the moon seems a little simpler right now than, you know, where we're living Both buying and selling a home is a complicated process, even if you're not moving to the moon. 
You need somebody who can give you the right advice, who can move quickly, who can assemble the right team to help you prepare when you're selling a house, and then the right team to make sure that that house is what it says it is when you're buying a house. I started real estate agents I trust for the reason that I don't know how to find the right real estate agent. I wanted somebody to provide a free service to me and to you so we can avoid some of the difficulties that I've gone through in the real estate transactions. The agents we work for are the best, we think, in the business. They know the best practices, and when you're working with them, they'll dedicate yourself to getting you into the right house, the right price, and sell your house for the right price. It's realestateagentsitrust.com. Need to support conservative media who's going to at least try to tell you the truth. BlazeTV.com slash Glenn. Promo code is Glenn to save 10 bucks. Before the end of the uh, broadcast today, we hope to, uh, we will have Tammy Bruce and maybe it's a surprise. I mean, it's not going to be a surprise if I'm telling you, but it'll be a surprise to me. Larry Elder, hopefully, will be on before the end of the program. Uh, you don't want to miss a second. Miss a minute, miss a lot on the Glenn Beck program. Uh, so, uh, Secretary Blinken, Antony, is giving his opening statement on the uh, Afghan exit. And, oh my gosh, it's just, it was so hard. They've been... Oh, they've been working so hard, but they didn't receive uh, a plan. They just received a date from Donald Trump, and they had to do it. They had to do it this way. We now are begging, begging for help from the Taliban, and I'm not making that up. The United States of America is now negotiating and begging for help from the Taliban. And this is not a slip-up, or are we just uh, Donald Trump? It wasn't the fault of poor planning. This is the plan, and I need you to understand this. This is the plan. This is just a way to take America from her rightful place, from a group of people who believe that we are the oppressors, we are the aggressive ones, that we're trying to take over the world, that we don't do anything good. It is the plan to take down the United States of America as we know it. They, we know, and it is time for people who voted for Democrats to stop lying to yourself. Please stop lying to yourself. Look at what they're teaching in our schools. Look at what they're saying. Look at what they're doing. The left, not Democrats, the left hates America. They've been looking for ways to put us on par with other nations. They think this is good. Obama spent his entire administration apologizing for America and her guiding principles. This administration is just a continuation of this to demean the idea and ideals of America on the world stage. The goal is to make us appear equal or even lesser than. This is just an advanced version of critical race theory. America and the Western way of life has to be made lesser in order to pay for perceived past sins. There are some people who are awake and really, honestly, thank God that you are awake. I mean that sincerely. You should thank God that you are awake. 
There are some of us, like you, we are not going to be ashamed of the principles and the ideals that our nation was founded on. We can be ashamed of some of the things we've done. I'm embarrassed and ashamed of what this administration is doing right now. We all make mistakes, but to double down on them and to lie about them is a whole nother thing. I'm sad that fellow citizens who may have wanted good were fooled and are still being fooled by the left. Our president can kneel before the Taliban in an attempt to convince us that this nation and our rich and complicated history is not meant to be an example to the rest of the world, but we know the truth. He can stumble and bumble as he tries to change our past by creating a new American future, but he doesn't have the power. And we must not give him that power. And the way we give him that power is by not stating the truth. America is good. She is only great because she is good. And when our hearts close and we are no longer a good people, we will no longer be a great nation. It is why they don't want you making sandwiches for the homeless. It's why a rapper in Miami can't give to the underprivileged air conditioning units. They must stop you from being good. It's why we are told we cannot go rescue people who we know shouldn't be left behind. And has anyone noticed we don't care if they're white or black or brown or yellow? We don't care if they're Christian, if they're men, women, or children. We just care if you're a decent human being. You have a right to live. It is the American people who write the future of this nation. It is you. It is your friends. It is your family. It's not the administration who's going to determine where our story goes next. It will be us. We've already decided so much of our future. Two years ago, I said there's no way you could shut down the American people and tell them to close their business. You could do it for a while, but not very long. Well, it's been two years, America. You are allowing them to write your future. George Washington wrote, The preservation of the sacred fire of liberty and the destiny of the Republican model of government are justly considered as deeply, perhaps as finally, staked on the experiment entrusted to the hands of the American people. Our future is not set in stone. We choose it every single day. And we must begin to choose to live differently, to preserve and protect the ideals and ideas of this nation. You are writing her future right now. But you're not writing alone. Millions of others are rising up to prove that America and her people are still a shining example to the world. Mercury One has just preserved the greatest collection of pilgrim artifacts and documents. It's the largest collection of pilgrim documents and artifacts 
and artifacts and documents from Jamestown in the world. It is quite a responsibility that we have here at the Mercury Studios and Mercury One in our vaults. And we know that. But it is far less of a responsibility than what we have. You know, after the persecution and death at sea, the surviving pilgrims, while they were on the Mayflower, they made a covenant to stand for truth and light and care for one another in times of need. John Winthrop, if I may quote him, thus stands the cause between God and us. The only way to avoid this shipwreck and to provide for our children is to do justly, to love mercy, to walk humbly with our God. For this end, we have to be knit together in this work as one. We have to delight in each other, make each other's conditions our own, rejoice together, mourn together, labor and suffer together, always having before our eyes the commission and the community in the work as members of the same body. So shall we keep the unity of the spirit in the bond of peace. The Lord will be our God, and we shall find that ten of us shall be able to resist a thousand of our enemies. We have to consider that we shall be as a city, a city upon a hill. The eyes of all people are upon us. So that if we shall deal falsely with our God in this work. And so cause him to withdraw his present help from us. We shall be made a story and a byword throughout the world. And the land will be turned into curses upon us. There is now set before us life and death, good and evil. In that we are commanded this day to love the Lord our God and to love one another. Therefore, let us choose life. Let us choose life that we and our seed may live by obeying his voice and cleaving to him. For he is our life, for he is our prosperity. You're that light. That he spoke about. We are that city on the hill. And our lights are being dimmed, but they are not out. And they will not go out as long as there are millions of us. We'll keep our hearts open and soft. No matter what is said about us, no matter what is done, that we will care for one another. And we will care for our other human Brothers and sisters, no matter where they come from, no matter how they treat us, you are now to choose life in the face of danger. You are America. It may come down to a remnant. It may come down to just a few. And if you don't understand that you must embody all of the good that America has stood for, if you don't do it, who will? 
And if no one does it, she is lost forever. I have said for a long time, and I believe it today, this audience will save this country. I don't know in what condition, but you must keep your hearts open. America is not Joe Biden. America is not Barack Obama or Susan Rice or even Donald Trump and Ronald Reagan. It's every person who's ever sacrificed for his fellow man. America is every mother who has rocked a crying child to sleep. Every Every dad that has worked long hours to put food on the table. Every widow who has parted with her last nickel to feed the poor. Every pioneer that has crossed the plains. Every slave who stood up to his master. Every soldier who has given service and perhaps even his or her life to defend freedom. America is every patriot who held fast to the idea that all men are created equal. America is those who built the first government based on that principle. And today, every time you say the truth and nothing but the truth, you are America. Every person you hold their hand or heal or rescue every soul this morning that is getting on a plane and is saved from the fate of the Taliban is proof of those American ideals and those principles and that America is still alive somewhere in the hearts of Americans. It is proof that all that they say about Americans and about America is wrong. It is proof that we love one another no matter where they come from or how they live their lives. It is proof that today, just like on Mayflower, there are Americans that will choose life over death and goodness over evil. Help us out um, with the Nazarene Fund. Please donate to NazareneFund.org, the NazareneFund.org, or MercuryOne.org. Some fine day, all cybercriminals will be called upon by their mothers to come out of the basement and have dinner. And in those days, we will all rejoice, for we shall not have our identities stolen, at least during dinner. Until that day, we wait, and we rely on LifeLock to help keep us safe. Nobody can keep everybody safe. They can't guard against everything. But man, is it important that you understand how identity theft affects all of our lives. Every day, we put our information on the Internet at risk. And in an instant, a cyber criminal could harm what's yours. That's why LifeLock is there. And if they detect that your information has been potentially compromised, they're going to send you an alert. So... Their restoration specialists are on hand as well. They're not just going to say, hey, you got a problem. They also have people there to help you if you become a victim. It's LifeLock. 
Save up to 25% off your first year now at Norton's LifeLock at LifeLock.com with promo code Beck. 25% off promo code Beck, LifeLock.com. You can call them at 1-800-LIFELOCK, 1-800-LIFELOCK, or LifeLock.com. Save 25% with promo code Beck. So the California recall election is today. We have Larry Elder coming up here in just a moment. He is the leading candidate of the replacement uh, possibilities for Gavin Newsom. Polling is it's interesting because it, you, you, you may look back at this and say some of these earlier polls that had the race very close may have awoken a, a bunch of people in uh, in California that are Democrats and now they may race to the polls and save Gavin Newsom. We'll see if that's the case. It's still within striking distance for a recall election. And really, it's it's just that's the only question at this point. Larry Elder is going to be, by all polling, uh, going to easily win the secondary question of who should replace Newsom if he is replaced. When you're watching the election results come in today, of course, it's California. So it's very strange. A couple things to look for. The first thing they're going to count is supposedly going to be these ballots that were early votes. So not the mail-in voting, the early voting from like last weekend, which should lean pretty heavily Democrat. Then the day of election votes will come in, which should go Republican. And then you have the multi-week process of counting mail-in votes that will last on and on and on and on. Don't And don't worry, they didn't say that you could send in your vote multiple weeks late like last time. Now it's only one week late, so no big deal. We have Larry Elder coming up in just a minute. This is the Glenn Beck Program.